welcome to 17 Milligrams, an official Paradoja podcast. I'm Frankie Sparks. I'm Mike Pagano. I'm Richard Kalarik. And I'm Scott Eisenberg. And we're four friends that love to shoot the shit. Scott Eisenberg. Yes. Yes, the yes. Live Scott and in Eisenberg. person. Scott Elizabeth Eisenberg. Scott. <laughs> Still not my name. Yes, it is. Yeah, okay, what is it? Whatever, Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So shall we start our... Yeah, adventure. you want to tell a story, guys? Yes. Okay, let's, let's start with the I'm tale. I'm scared. Yes, let's start we with the tale. We always tell these interesting stories. You want to start yeah. it, Richard? They should be turned into children's stories, these books. Uh, these, uh, these no, stories I don't us. think they should. Yes, start it. sell them to... No, no, I've had the spotlight sure? for too many All shows. Right, Let me share the, uh, share the experience. Okay, so once upon a time, there was a butcher ballerina, and he was torn between being a butcher and being a ballerina. Because, you know, conflicts of interest and the <laughs> Times. You know, the Times? Mm, yes. um, the New York it. Times. And the Daily News. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so instead, he <coughs> struggled and struggled with the two identities. So he decided to become the butcher ballerina and slaughter people in the streets in the name of ballet. And the first person he killed was? The hot dog vendor on the side of the street by the theater that he performs ballet in. Ah, uh, of course. He goes there all the time after every performance. He goes there and gets a hot dog. But one day, he forgot to put mustard on his hot dog. <gasps> it was a travesty of food, you know. <laughs> so the next day, he decided he would be, his, the hot dog vendor would be his very first victim. So he snuck up behind him at his little hot dog stand and whipped out a machete and just started hacking away at this poor hot dog man. But then, then he decided, hmm, now there's no... (laughs) I think a hot dog man is dead at this point. Now there's no one at the hot dog stand, so whatever will we do? Now he decided he was going to be the new hot dog vendor, and he was going to use the poor hot dog vendor to make his hot dogs. Boom, boom, boom. So it turned into like a Sweeney Todd situation. So the butcher, ballerina, mm. hot dog guy now? Yes. Okay. Yes. He's yes. wearing many hats. So then one day, he, the butcher, ballerina, hot dog oh. vendor <laughs> was at the hot dog stand. Um, and someone came up to his hot dog stand and said. And said, sir, I believe you have an issue with your taxes. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, you have an issue with your taxes and you need them to be fixed because clearly you're not entering as a butcher, ballerina, hot dog vendor. Yeah, clearly you're, that's off the books. <laughs> 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 clearly there's a conflict <laughs> with his FICA. <laughs> you are not entering your taxes incorrect, incorrectly. So you need to come back to my office. So as he plies to the tax man's <laughs> office. Plies. Really, Scott? Surprised yes. you know what a plie is. Hey, I'm a cultured man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Scott. Yes, you're very cultured. We can okay, smell you so from here. <laughs> so he plies. <laughs> <laughs> he plies to the tax man's office. And as the tax man looks and he goes, and he goes through his taxes and he goes, hmm, you know, with this hot dog cart that you didn't register, I don't think you're going to get a big tax break. So he, the butcher decides... The tax break isn't good enough for him. So he takes out that machete, ties it to his foot, spins into the air, and cuts the tax man's heads <laughs> off. That's fucking like death proof shit. It is. Mm-hmm. And then, as he cuts the tax man's head off, he decides, 
I will also become the tax man. So now he's a butcher, a well, ballerina. Apparently he doesn't give a shit about being a ballerina. <laughs> this guy is just a drifter. <laughs> just like taking off every job of the person he kills. <laughs> well, he he owns it all. He's Ooh, a butcher, a ballerina, a hot dog a man, and a tax man now. I'm wow. a tax man. He is. Okay. He is the tax man. That's, and <laughs> that's called an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, it is the 1800s. He is a tax man. There's an accountant then. Was oh, it, but there's the hot dog carts. I, I totally missed that it was the 1800s. <laughs> but there's hot dog carts and machetes in the 1800s. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so, so so as now he has taken over this job, suddenly a female walks into his office, and she looks at him and says, <laughs> My tax man, have you grown? <laughs> And the tax man all of a sudden breaks out into song. And he sings, tax, have a little tax. Oh, this is actually Sweetie Pie. <laughs> Carry the one and that's tax. tax. And then she comes in, everyone all together, tax, tax. have a little have tax. A little tax. <laughs> Try this hot dog, it just came out of the cart there. <laughs> right over there. <laughs> and then the woman looks at looks at the man and wonders what the hell that screaming is coming from the cart in the street. Apparently and, the and, and she just can't focus on the constant screaming. Apparently the hot dog man was still alive sitting in the cart. So then the tax man My slash butt. hot dog cart operator slash ballerina Slash, what was the other occupation? Butcher. Butcher. <laughs> wow, that works out, being the hot dog cart. Anyway. <laughs> so he turns to the woman and says, you are no longer working for this slave driver, this tax man, the one taking the money from right underneath you. And he says, come with me and I will show you adventure beyond belief. So, star-stricken by his incredible charisma... They go down to this 1800-style hot dog cart and says, This may be an ordinary piece of meat, but to some, this is an entire aspect of culture. And she says, You have gone completely mad. So she, go, she runs to the nearest police officer and says, This man has gone completely mad. I've seen him slaughter everyone that he, he, he come in contact with. I'm lucky to escape with my life. And the police officer says, Why, that ballerina over there? Couldn't be. Yes, he's a little covered in red, but I think that's just stage makeup. <laughs> so the police officer locks up this woman, puts her in the brig. Locks up the woman? <laughs> yeah. Good. Serves her right. The Fuck bitch. you. <laughs> tax. And in the cell. <laughs> have a little tax. With, yes, the whole prison block <laughs> breaks yes. into song. It's turned into the producers. She goes it. crazy. Sing singing that part. The Would song. you tax? Have, have a little, little tax. tax. <laughs> She's lost her mind. So she's singing. She's clearly lost her mind and turned into Mrs. Uh, what's her name? Mrs. Mooney. Tax. And then in the prison cell, she finds. She finds a note that says the end. Okay, the story's over. I can't. Think of <laughs> yeah, please let it be over. <laughs> oh God. Tax. The hot dog tax. man ran away to go and I like that. take up a million more <laughs> occupations. <laughs> the end? Question mark. Shall he return? Like, we shall find like out next you, week. I like the way you say that, Richard. That was good. Tax. Have a little, little tax. <laughs> a staple of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my God. The Christmas album is coming out soon. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> no, one wants. Christmas? no one wants that. Oh, God. 
This Christmas, this Christmas, Paradoja releases its Christmas <laughs> album. Are we ready for Christmas? Have we started our shopping? No. no. Have we turned into those psychopaths? <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> because I know people that... It's March. <laughs> yes, and there are people that start shopping the January after Christmas for next Christmas. That's a little ridiculous. Speaking Not of ridiculous, spring. I do have this crate in the studio. Oh, yes. Oh, God. So... Another to, tub. To uh, calm Frankie's nerves. I can't deal. I have to have a disclosure. It's not as... It's not as, porn. Just no. tell me it's not porn. No, it is not porn. Thank it's God. not as obscene. But let me start it's with tax. a story. It's a little tax. tax. Yes, everyone's tax <laughs> refund is in there. Charles Heston is my president. Damn, how to Here's get my your t- rebate, you damn dirty apes. That's a postal reference. Anyway, let me start with a story. Oh, dear. Oh, God. Another story. There once was a group of blind men heard of a strange animal that they've never seen before. Oh, I know this story. It's the <laughs> elephant. So these blind men decide <laughs> to go... T- <laughs> Just tell the story. I yes. don't know the story. So anyway, these blind men, ever hungry for information, decide to go to see this animal. The first man touches the trunk of the animal. And he says why this well, animal must be... Well, he just be a gave s- it away that it's an elephant. Well, he... No, g- no that's not the point. You're missing the point, though. Frankie. You're missing oh. the point. No, we know it's an elephant. We all know it's an elephant. But the oh. blind men don't know. Blend don't, yes. So anyway. What this has to do with what's in the trunk, I'm very confused. <laughs> oh, yeah, just wait, just wait. let's get to that. <laughs> but, but, okay. I know, I know the story. It's a great story. All right, so back to the damn story. Tax. <laughs> have a little tax. <laughs> you better shut up or I'm going to make some change. Oh, jeez. <laughs> anyway. So the first blind man touches the trunk and says, This animal, it must be like a snake, long and slender. The second man touches the ear. Why, this animal is like a fan. The third blind man touches a leg and says, Why, it's thick as a tree trunk. It must be a tree. The fourth blind man touches the side. Why, its skin is so rough, it must be a wall. The fifth blind man touches its tail. And thinks to himself, why, this is so thin, it must be a rope. The sixth blind man touches the tusk, and he says to himself, this must be an animal like a spear. And the moral of the story is, even though we all have different aspects of God, we all say we have prophets, we have books and texts of all kind, could it be that the one God in each religion is the same God? Which brings me to this crate. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you something more powerful than the Ark of the Covenant. Oh, so our faces are going to melt. No. Bring it on. But Wait, your hearts what will. Is that? Okay, just show me, show so me what's in the thing. in this crate, I hold a mass of knowledge oh, that is more powerful than anything in the world. Open the damn box. <laughs> yeah, really. Ah, the I'm suspense just... is killing you. What's in the box? <laughs> what's in Open the box? What's in the box? In this, I have the Necronomicon. Michael, if you could take that. <laughs> Eisenberg, I have Satan's Bible. <laughs> the Necronomicon. I also have Mein Kampf by <laughs> Adolf Hitler. I have the Quran. <laughs> book. What is this? I also have something that resembles... I have the Satanic Bible right here. <laughs> I have Hitler's oh Listen, Scott, God. do you know what this is? No. No. I mean, <laughs> I think what's-his-name was in uh, it was in a movie. Uh, what's his name? Bruce Campbell. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes. It's the pages of the Necronomicon. I have those here, too. (laughs) I'm holding the Necronomicon. I open the first page. It says Cthulhu Calls. I can't. I also have the Book of Mormon, if you would like to see. The Book of Mormon? Yes. I'm not even touching Mein Kampf. 
Here, have the Book of Mormon. I yep. also have the Tanakh. Scott, that one's for you. Would you like a book written by Jesus? Great. And I also have the, you know, everyone knows this one, the Holy Bible. Yeah, it's The Devil's out. Notebook by the same author. Well, not the Bible, the um, Satanic Bible. And I have the Communist Manifesto. So, my point being... <laughs> what? Okay... Yeah. Frankie, what's to be confused about? You're holding Hitler's book. I'm not Hitler's confused, book. but and I'm just... She's, I'm she's, not holding Hitler's book. I just want to clarify. She's taken back. I'd rather hold the devil's notebook than fucking my Yeah, I, I have the satanic Bible, Anton's... The communist... Uh, how do you say this guy's name? Sanzor LaVey. Anton LaVey? Yeah. Anton. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. yeah I, I just said that. it. Anton LaVey. Uh, yeah, I can't say his middle name. Who is this? Sandor. Uh, oh, I see. Well, that Bible was actually given to me by a dear friend many years ago. It wasn't a path I chose to follow, but the point being here... Yes. What the hell is this like? Enochian? What are you reading? That's fucking angel talk. I know that from Supernatural. Ah, see? She knows. You're not reading it, are you? <laughs> We're going to summon a fucking what demon. The, the 12th Oh, okay, okay. As long as it's not the Necromonicon. Keep that shit closed. Next you know we'll be speaking in tongues and eating each other. Oh ye, the range in the south and are the lanterns of... <coughs> oh, okay. Of the buckle your armor to visit us. Bring forth the legions of the army of hell, that the lord of the abyss may be magnified, whose names amongst ye is wrath. Oh, 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 Move there. <laughs> oh, oh, Mike, oh my if God. you could please take a quote Mike's from Mein Kampf. No, I'm not taking a quote from Hitler. Right, I'll read Mein Kampf. I'm not, take touch, the I'm not even touching that. We're not quoting Mein Kampf here. <laughs> no, no, we're not quoting. We're just reading. I mean, this I'm, is story. I'm time. marrying a Jew. I'm not reading Mein Kampf. All right, then you need to read the Tanakh, okay? Take the this. Tanakh. What the fuck is that? Scott, if you could enlighten her, please. I'm not a Hebrew uh, book. I swear to God, if you don't Hebrew? know what the Tanakh is. I don't. I don't I'm not a, well, let me reference my book of world religions that I brought as a reference. Oh, my, God, oh my more books. God. What are we doing with our lives? We are expanding the minds of the people, Frankie. <laughs> I'm an atheist. I'm an atheist. See? So what? This is just so my. Well, I don't know what I am. But see, to fun. us, it's just a book. It's just paper and ink. Yeah, it's just a book. But the fact is, I like to see all these books together. I think it's kind of funny. See, this is a mass of knowledge I'm, more I'm powerful I'm than more anywhere in the world. More agnostic than atheistic, but still. Yeah, me too. I don't know if this is a mass of knowledge. More wow. powerful this than kind of How many people know of all these books? Count exactly how many people know of these books combined. Oh, I'm not sure how many people know. Yeah, the Catholic I, I religion is over 20 million strong. The Jewish community, even more. Muslims following the Quran, I can't even count. A friend of mine on Facebook is actually a Satanist. They did a community service for <laughs> hunger of some kind. So, regardless of the... Ah, that's what I should have quoted. Too sober for this. This book contains angels and devils. Where's the Necronomicon? Let me see the Necronomicon. Yeah, give Scott the Necronomicon. Read uh, read page 66, if you don't mind. I just don't care enough about religion to really... You know what I mean? Like, I grew up Catholic. I feel like growing up Catholic is the perfect way to not give a shit about religion. (laughs) When you grow up. (laughs) See, Lutheran more often, because, I mean, they just said, here's a guy, he's in the air, he watches what you do, be careful. And that's really it. We don't have to confess and all this craziness. So, Frankie, for your reference. Yes. Tell me. The Tanakh is the Jewish Bible called oh, okay. that makes sense, from TNK, the first letters in Hebrew for books. Torah, which is guidance and instruction. <laughs> no. Nebim <laughs> and <laughs> Ketubim, which means writings. So it's just a combination of words. So, so Scott should have known what it is. No, get the Necromaticon in the picture right here. 
No, not Mein Kampf, the thing that Scott is well, summoning people here. from. I, it's okay, let him read it. Why I'll get this even, in there, too. Uh, what, what why do you even have Mein Kampf? Like, how do you come upon that? It was at Barnes & Noble's. I was walking by, I don't even know what Are section. Oh, they just sell it? I they, would think that it would be, like, hard sell. to find. That's the thing, though. There is a note in the beginning, I, or someone put a note in there, that it's not often sold by us. That's why we try limiting oh, the quantity okay. here, because, you know, there's certain people that would... The Satanic Bible, too, I would think would be kind of hard. It's funny. I no, lost my Bibles everywhere. I've seen that. I lost times. my copy of the Satanic. <coughs> Actually, I might have given it to a friend. Anthem and the Necromonicon. That looks cool. What is this? Well, it's the pages oh, from. Oh, all right. So I'm holding a, a for the listeners. I'm holding a, a frame with the skull pictures, and so I'm asking, it's not a book. So what is this, Richard? The it's frame. Those are holding. pages of a long forgotten task of the Necromonicon. Okay. What's the Necromonicon? Nec- Necronomicon. Necronomicon. It is the Book of the Dead. Oh. So if anyone has seen yeah. Evil Dead, you where? Evil, yeah, I was just saying Evil oh. Dead. Yeah, that's the reference. But Why then is I it found framed? Because it's cool. Because it's I cool. decided to make it like the movie. You it know. Oh, you did this. Yes, oh, I crumpled I up the pages, printed it. The only thing oh, I didn't cool. do is brown the pages, which, you know, I, thought, I, I didn't have time. Like no, no, no. I mean, I tried printing the whole thing, but, you know, 50 pages don't actually fit in this frame. So, I would imagine that a lot of these books have, like, a lot of the same stuff in it. See? That's the thing about the elephant. These, see, different trunk, different body oh, parts. Oh, okay, okay, I get it now. See? Now <laughs> all of these Finally. books here, Frankie, are for the simple point of you getting the point of the elephant story. There's right. no other reason for these books. And this gotcha. actually feels like an elephant, the Bible one. The, the, you know, ah, the, see? Uh, yeah. Too bad the Necronomicon isn't, like, bound in human flesh, like in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, they're, they're short on human flesh. Scott, please read some from the Necronomicon. Yeah, sure, why not? Frankie, <laughs> read your favorite passage from Mein Kampf. I know, I, I know that's hard. Nikto. <laughs> There's so Literally many, right? Not. Here, give me Mein Kampf. I've heard, <laughs> I've heard stories of Mein Kampf. I've tried reading it, and I can attest to this. The fact that the way Adolf wrote this was, like, very all over the place. I guess he had a concentration problem, so this is very hard to read, but people consider this their Bible as well. It's some very terrible people. Um, Spirit of the moon, remember. Nana, father of the astral gods, remember. In the name of the covenant sworn between thee and the race of men, I call to thee, hearken and remember. Oh, from the God. gates of the earth, I call thee. From the four gates of the land, the key... I pray to thee, O Lord, hero of the gods, who is in heaven and upon the earth is exalted, Lord Nana of the race of Anu, hear me. Okay, I'm done. (laughs) No, no, you have to finish. Now the demons are going to come and kill us. Eh, It won't be the first time. (coughs) Bring it on. Yeah, just I'll put a chainsaw on my arm, we'll be good. (laughs) Very nice, very nice. All right, so what's the point of all this? (laughs) The point of all this (laughs) is to educate our listeners to there should be no boundaries to religion. Why should some people kill others Religion? simply for the name of God? Please, you, if you could read the you Quran. You know how many right? people have... Yeah, I'm not going to read the Quran. You know how many people have died in the name of all these books? Exactly. And they're just books. They are books and text and stories. Well, I used to have the a, Bible, even, yes, is I, just... Yeah, well, go ahead, Mike. Well, I used sorry. to have a joke that... So, Scott, imagine this. Yes. Like, a, like a, you bury DC Comics in the desert, and then you bury Marvel Comics in another desert on the other side of the world. And 100 years later... And like, like, let's say there's apocalypse, right? Hundreds and hundreds of years later, mm. people dig up these comics, and the people on the DC side of the world are beca- like, "Oh, this is our religion." Mm. Yeah. And then on the Marvel side, they're like, "This is our religion," and then they fight each other, thinking that Spider-Man is real, and how dare they believe in Batman? Mm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's what I see when I see these uh, religious books. Does that make sense? Isn't that kind of where we are yes. now as a society? Every little thing we fight over, we fight over is Marvel oh better than God. DC? Yeah. Is DC is better than Marvel? Is Star Wars better than Star Trek? Yeah, yes. yeah, we find our own religions in this pop culture now, I think. You know, there are gods. <laughs> See? 
these are just books now. Exactly what Mike said. We find religion in pop culture. How many people flock to the convention centers to dress up as Spock or Daleks or Yoda? That's and yet true. how many people show up in a church? I feel like it'd be hard to dress as a Dalek. Isn't it just a trash can you get I mean essentially. No, but making the making the costume. Making this it, thing it, that it's rolls. A, you, it's a trash can. <laughs> With a little thing sticking out. Yes. <laughs> a couple of things. I saw some cool art of like a a what do they call it where they have a picture and it's something sliced in half so you can see the inside of it? Not a bisection. Uh, it is a bisection. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I like right. I saw a bisection of a Dalek and it was phenomenal. Oh, have you seen um random Nickelodeon characters bisected like what their uh, bone structure would look like like Arnold's yeah. was like ridiculous looking because of the head I remember seeing I've something seen like that a while them, ago I imagine yeah it like, doesn't really make sense <laughs> like some of them like Arnold Chucky Tommy oh yeah because they all Rugrats all have like huge heads and like weird like yeah. shaped heads and stuff I'm like oh god so to really answer your question Frankie why I have all these various books <laughs> it all started yes. actually oh. with a small game called Dante's Inferno. Oh, oh that's God. So I play the game, and of course you have to go through the circles of hell, and even a game, mind you, almost scared me just a little bit. Like all the things I see oh, people do. Absolutely. And I started, like, researching mythologies and, and other aspects of thinking and other religions. Mm -hmm. So then, why not cross the line? Why not go to the Satanic Bible and Mein Kampf? See exactly what these people are preaching and see if you can see from their perspective. No, I'm not joining any of these groups, but... I would hope not. You must I would hope, not. I would hope you're not becoming a Nazi. No, but the point is to understand people. Yeah, I understand what you mean. We, yeah, no, to accept people, I we have to understand people. Understand. So that's I mean, why I have these books. People, just like the a lot of people do that. A lot of people study like religions just to study religion. You must know your enemy. Exactly. <laughs> It's Keep definitely it. interesting. Do you know your enemy? Do like, you? I've always wanted to, like, just read the Bible just to read it. Because I've never actually read the Bible. It's a great but. summer read. <laughs> no, it really isn't. I've, I've done... It's not... It's The Bible is kind of dull in so many places. Uh, I don't like know. The, the, like the, the Tanakh and the Torah part. are any better? Oh, no, I'm not saying they're any better. They're just the First Testament. They're but like, like chapter one. But, like, listening to all the... I know there's tons of people who do research <laughs> on... Yeah, I mean, it's definitely religious interesting stuff, to see, like, what people... You know, believe in. You, you know, there was another incredible thing I read. Um, I looked for, like, rituals and such. Like, how do these rituals come about? Why the Necromonicon? Why do we have to make a circle of candles and draw these weird geometric shapes yeah. that we learned in math? And it, like, made me think. So I made up a ritual of my own. I've been doing it for a couple of years now. It's no name to it. It's really just a reflection thing. You set up two mirrors. I think it's... Hold on, I have a ring down here. Oh, 93 God. degrees apart from each other. Ah, 93 degrees. 93. Uh, That's yeah, 93. Yeah. Yes, 92. and essentially... 92 is too too little, yes, and 94 true. is too much. Too much. It's got to be so 93. It. Yes. It has to be that specific because then your face actually lines up in the four corners where the mirror meets. Otherwise, you just are, like, mashed together or you have four eyes. Now, the thing is, you looking at yourself, no matter where you look, you're always facing yourself. So then it makes you think even even more. It's kind of like being in a dark room, okay. but you're there, and you know your other half is there. So I remember sitting there once for, it must have been like three hours, wasted a whole day. My God, the things I thought about, rethinking my life, thinking about the future. All while staring at the mirror? All while just staring at myself. Because no matter where I looked, there I was. <clears throat> you can't run from yourself. 
exactly yeah, that's, my mindset. That's right. interesting. It's definitely it's definitely an interesting thought process and so an interesting I'm not, concept. I'm not like summoning people. I mean, I'm summoning myself, but that's besides the point. Yeah, Rich, we have to actually summon Richard to the studio every day. That sounds more like um, extortion. Extortion. <laughs> We're extorting ourselves. But like that was the other thing. Like in the there's a book of rituals. It might be in the Devil's Bible. A wedding. There's an instructions on a wedding in there. And it has something to do with, well, essentially, there's a naked woman at the altar holding two things. And I remember <laughs> seeing an interview with Anton LaVey explaining why there must be a naked woman. And it's the fact that everything comes from the woman. Mm-hmm. And there was a significance to her being, uh, that, that was it, not being bound to anything and simply being mm. out for all to accept. Kind of like an artistic take yeah, on it. Free, naked. Exactly. Uh, the matriarchal thing. Because you look at a you look at a Catholic wedding or anything. Everyone's dressed in in all these these cloths, colors of all kinds, yeah. charms and crosses and everything. And I think that where that's where Anton Lavey was going with this. And he says, I actually read part of the uh, Devil's Bible, and it's not really about the devil. It's more of. Isn't he like the outcast in the Devil's Bible? Right, like he's the yeah. good guy. Yeah. Well. Well, I mean, he is in the in the real version too. Like it's you know, like he was an angel and yeah. then he was cast he out because out. God made humans and yeah, he wasn't the favorite anymore, so he got. Cast There's out. a lot of random different stories about why Satan was cast out and all that good stuff, but it's always interesting because actually I've heard stories about Satanists who, uh, whenever somebody's like, oh, let's put up this this religious statue or the statue that's referencing religion. People who are Satanists will come out and go, hey, if you're going to do that, you got to reference... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I think you yeah, saw yeah, that, Yeah, all right. I saw Richard this documentary about that. Yeah. And then they'll be like, um, no, we can't do that. And then, then you can't put it up because if you're not going to be honoring all religions, then we're going <laughs> to sue you. <laughs> See, exactly why we have all these books of power and knowledge in the same room. It's a metaphor, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we love a metaphor. <laughs> we love a metaphor. We all oh, love we do. a metaphor. Yeah, pass me the Book of Mormon. Oh, God, the Book of Mormon. It's right there underneath uh, the Satanic Bible. I've never actually seen <laughs> the Book of Mormon. I don't I always know. wanted to. I don't know how I ended up with that, actually. You know, I, I've, I've heard, Do actually, the all Tanakh? the songs. Look under the Satanist Bible. Here's the Book of Mormon. Ah, the Book of Mormon. Hello. It's my name is another Mormon. testament of Jesus Christ. I, my, my uncle is Mormon, I think. Yeah. That's where I got this. <laughs> I found this From at... No, no. I found this at yeah. Savers. When I found, like, there was... I went to Savers. It's the thrift store not far from here. And originally I was just Plug. looking for the bathroom reader, and I found, Spankies. like, 20 copies. God damn it. Spankies. And then I see the Book of Mormon. I'm like, hmm, I should pick this up for $2. It's amazing how many Bibles are sitting in the thrift stores. Yeah, because no one wants to keep a Bible because it's it's a guilt trip, basically. Well, either that, well, that Catholic yeah. guilt is a real thing. Catholic I mean, guilt is a very real thing. Religious guilt is a real thing. See, that's that's what I find fantastic. Guilt? Bibles, well, <laughs> guilt as well. Bibles, people just can't seem to keep them. They're getting rid of them at thrift stores. And a friend of mine that I work with, uh, he's Jewish, and he mentioned his mother has this collection of menorahs. And, like, one of them is a New York-based one where each building is a is a candle holder and everything. Not that she mm. uses them. She collects them. She collects menorahs. Huh, okay. I mean... Uh, you mean you do you. Yeah, everybody collects weird I mean, there's nothing things. wrong with that. I find that fascinating. My it's mom like, collects shot glasses. So. She does. <laughs> Some guy <laughs> apparently collected a bunch of porn magazines. Yeah, and, and put, put them in, in a tub box. and brought them to Well, no, no, no. Before, before it got into the tub, it was sitting on the street corner. That's Mind you, I didn't go looking for these. They found me. 
Yeah, you keep they, telling yourself that. They found me. Mm-hmm. They were searching like his, for like me. His bottle of beer wants me to drink it. Oh, God. Oh, God. How did the tax song go again? <laughs> tax. <laughs> yeah, tax what? Do a little tax. Do a little tax. Can't see Jeff Goldblum singing that? No, it can't be that. I'm not saying Jeff Goldblum. No, no, let's not go there. I'm not actually doing it, but can't you see like him like? I can see him doing anything. Did you hear? Oh, did you hear about what he said to the actual scientists that want to bring back the dinosaurs? No. Yes, they found out that they could do this. Oh God. I knew they could do this a couple of years Watch ago. Watch the by, movie. Anyway, <laughs> by reversing uh, chickens, and they're reversing chickens' evolution back into their dinosaur thing. Mm-hmm. And Jeff Goldblum, is, uh, he recounted the lines from the movie to them. <laughs> yeah, good, good. Uh-huh. Did he have the rights to it, though? Or are they going to do what they did for Fat Man yeah, to Batman? Yeah, I can say it. Uh, I was, uh, though, I, I listened to a bunch of shows. There was, uh, I forgot who it was, but they were like, I, hey, I saw a Jeff Goldblum going to, like, Trader Joe's or something. And he was in the parking lot. He's walking into Trader Joe's. He goes, oh, I'm Jeff Goldblum, and I got to go shopping. And it's like, <laughs> like he's, he's talking to himself? <laughs> yeah, he's talking to himself. Is that really Jeff Goldblum? Yeah. He was like, he just mothers to himself really. that he's Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> in case he forgets. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know why. I just found the story funny just because I'm like, I'm he's Goldblum. a weird man. <laughs> uh, he's great. I would be stuck in an elevator with him. I don't know. I feel like that'd be weird. That's why I want to do it. <laughs> it wouldn't be fun just being... I've been stuck in elevators before, but I would like Jeff Goldblum to be there. Just have Jeff Goldblum in an elevator. Jeff Goldblum and Christopher if you could, yeah, If you could be stuck in an elevator with three ah, people... That's a question. Okay. Who, what three people would you want to be stuck in an elevator with? Do they have to be famous people? Yeah, let's make it famous people because... Just so the people listening know who we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Right? Because we could all just say, oh, I'd like to just be stuck with the people in this room. Oh, how sweet. No, let's not be sweet. <laughs> Fine, I'll be a cunt then. <laughs> yes, Frankie, be a cunt. Let's see who you have. Okay. If I had to be trapped in an elevator, um, I would say... Donald Trump. Can, no. <laughs> Kevin Smith. Hmm. Um, no. Like... Let's uh, let's make it two people because I feel like okay okay yeah. Kevin Smith and like Lady Gaga okay really yeah. interesting I love Lady Gaga It'd be an interesting I just off the top of my head that's who I would pick It'd be an interesting elevator Scott Scott what about you I'm claustrophobic she could calm me by singing <laughs> she could calm sick me. beats <laughs> oh good adapting to the environment Frankie um let's see if I was gonna be stuck in an elevator with r- two random people. That are celebrities. You know what? Let's take, uh, I'll take Chris Pratt and I'll take Jack Black. Jesus. That's interesting. That'll be a funny elevator. That's a headache. (laughs) No, a headache is, um, Jeff Goldblum and Christopher Walken. (laughs) Just both of them imitating each other. (laughs) One not knowing the other one. What's going on? Oh, God. Goldblum does a Walken impression. Walkman does does a Goldblum. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. That's where I just cut the cord to the elevator. See you later, guys. <laughs> it's over. It's a dunk, guys. All right, Michael Pagano. Uh, I mean, if it's Jeff Goldblum, it's okay. Yeah, it's <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> and uh, it was it was walking, wasn't it? Christopher Walken. It was walking, wasn't it? Yeah. We just shot your dream down. <laughs> they're, they're all. I don't it's, know. it's okay. What about you? Me. Stalin and Hitler. No, no, better. Okay. It would have to be Anton LaVey and Steven Spielberg. 
Okay. Okay, Satanist and Spielberg. Okay, interesting. <laughs> Let's see what movie they can come up with. It's called Devil. It's trapped in an elevator. It will be directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, God, that movie. We saw that movie. Exactly. Honestly, directed by Shyamalan. Honestly, though, I thought that movie had potential. It was just... Oh, yeah. It's just like the devil made me do it. Also, Toast lands butter side down or jelly side down. Oh, it's yeah. the most ridiculous thing. The devil's here. Toast landed jelly side down. <laughs> Although, what was movies? I did like that one. You know, I, I love those trapped in a scenario movie like Telephone Booth. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Panic Room. Well, Booth's yeah, it, it's a good idea in concept. It honestly Jim Carrey. That's it. Yeah, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah. That's a good one, yeah. <laughs> That'd be an interesting elevator. Oh, in the elevator? Mm, Jim okay. Carrey and Jeff Goldblum. That's a good one. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's, that's, that's one. Funny. Now, is it full bearded Jim Carrey or is it What difference shaven? does it make? The elevator's still not going anywhere, <laughs> Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have hair or not? No, I just fuck. I don't know because he looks honestly. Ever <laughs> since uh, what was it, Jim and Andy, where he's yeah, at the full beard. Yeah. I'm like, he looks. It, it's he looks, weird. He looked good. He did I look thought. good. It just it just weird to me because I've always imagined yeah. him as clean cut. Really. And yeah. just the beard just yeah. like throws me off a little for some reason. You know, same way with me. I I can't accept this new Jim Carrey look. This this he peaceful he artist. He doesn't look like that anymore. He that was like a fascinating like fucking movie, though. It was. Jim and Andy. That was yeah, so was. fucking good. It was definitely very interesting. And honestly, it, it was he, crazy. Yeah, it was. Just watching him like in it, like you know what I mean. It was, it was I actually loved that movie before I. Like, oh yeah, that's a great. Movie. I love Man on the Moon. In general, I thought that movie he did an amazing job being Andy Kaufman. I saw that was. In third yeah, grade. I s- uh, yeah, I remember seeing it as a kid. Yeah, I saw it when I was young too. Not knowing who Andy Kaufman oh, was. Oh, I have no idea. But like thinking it was really interesting. So he grew up close to where we grew up. He's, he's yeah, he's Long Island. Kaufman? Yeah, I think Great Neck. No, yeah, it wouldn't surprise or me. Or Belmore. I don't See, know. I felt the same way about the movie because I, I always remembered. For my first introduction to Jim Carrey was The Mask and Ace Ventura. So I always saw him as a spontaneous funny man. Right. And then I see Men on the Moon and I, I don't know what to think. See, now, talking about the mask, yes. I yes. Ha, have you ever seen the comic source material? Yeah, of course. It, how violently uh, crazy it is. I know where you're going with this. Like, if they ever redid the mask, that's the, one of the only. I feel like I they would they have to redo. go. They would have to go dark as they hell with it. Yeah. It was supposed to because it was bought by a New Line that had Freddy Krueger at the time, and they wanted another Freddy Krueger. And then that's why they got the director of Dream Warriors to direct the mask, and then he changed it into a comedy. He did a great job with it. Don't get me wrong. I love oh, yeah, the mask. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like it would be insane. Like if you were gonna redo that movie, that's what you would have to would do be, with it. It would be the equivalent of what Deadpool is. Yeah, pretty it's much the same kind of thing. It would be interesting to see who they would cast though. As it, yeah, because you, the character in the comics is still very funny, just very dark and violent. Mm. Yeah, it'd be just like Deadpool, I think. Yeah, I just do thinking like who would be that role though. It's it's a Jack very Goblin. Hmm? Yeah, Goldblum. Oh, <laughs> it's 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 a tightrope to walk when yeah. you're walking that crazy. I don't know. I think you would just uh, yeah. The best thing would make it into a horror movie, and then that way nobody would even think about the Jim Carrey one. Yeah. And this is coming from somebody who's obsessed with the mask and Jim because Carrey. Thing, like, I think they should do it. There are times when, like you say about like celebrities, like oh, they're the so and so of this generation, but you can't really say that about Jim Carrey with anybody. Yeah, and I don't want to. He's kind. No, I, exactly. I That's either. what I'm saying. Like he's kind of like. It would kind of bother me if I saw somebody else. I, like he's that. very like his own style of yeah he comp, you know what I mean yeah like, yeah, yeah yeah he's I definitely his own man like I can't imagine like yeah you, there's nobody 
at least in the past, or I can see in the future, that is Jim Carrey. There's no. There's a few people in the past I could see. There's people in the past that are like him, but he's a combination of those people. Yeah. There's Jerry Lewis in there, right? Yeah, a lot a, of Jerry Lewis. Yeah, I see Jerry. Yeah, there's yeah, there's a bit of Steve Martin in there. There's a bit of Rob Williams in there. There's a lot, there's a lot of those kind of guys put mm-hmm. together. But there's, you know what I mean? Yeah, but he took all those and made. Well, yeah, him. that's usually what happens. So that's. Uh, but uh, you know, like a combination of those guys. Like you could always go with like he's not like the Clark Gable's George Clooney to. No, uh, no. You know, like he's not that guy. I always see like a Cary Grant to George Clooney. That's yeah. That's the other yeah. one. So that's who I see George Clooney. But yeah, he, there's not really that direct comparison. And like John Belushi and Jack Black, maybe. Yeah, that's a, that's a close. Yeah, that's I can see that one. Including their initials are the same. <laughs> <laughs> they both do comedy and music. Honestly, that, they that both would raise be, their eyebrows. That would be an interesting biopic. Jack Black as John Belushi. Yeah. Ooh. That yeah. Ooh, that. Oh, would be that's kind of cool. Hollywood, get on this. Because, yeah, legit. Like because honestly, Jack Black, he can do more he serious totally stuff. Play. Yeah. He could totally play John Belushi. Yeah. Like, that'd be a fun thing to watch. Then who would play Dan Aykroyd, though? In <sighs> Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd. Just Dan Aykroyd. No, you just have plays himself. Kyle Gass do it. No, Kyle, no, Kyle Gass. <laughs> no, I love Kyle Gass, but Kyle Gass. Can't <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Kyle Gass is just Kyle Gass. Um, I don't know why, but I think Benedict Cumberbatch should play Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> what? And yeah, I see it. I why see does it. have Dan Aykroyd play Dan Aykroyd? <laughs> that yeah, that's just weird. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Can talk about it, his... It doesn't make sense. A seven-year-old Dan Aykroyd playing a 20-year-old Dan Aykroyd? <laughs> hey, with enough makeup, you He's can really make anyone look like anybody. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd is into UFOs. And lizard people. Is he really? Yeah. Yeah. I heard about that. Okay, now I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, get out. UFOs yeah, is one thing, but the lizard people. He's crazy. I don't know. Here, take the Bible with you. Take the Bible if you. We don't need that nonsense. And bring back more cowbell. Oh my God. Cowbell, always more cowbell. We were watching that this morning for some reason. We were like, <laughs> Where's that from? I mean, he's been referencing SNL. that. SNL, yeah. It's an old SNL it's skit. It's still so funny. Oh, okay, I Where Christopher Walken is coming in and telling uh, the members of Blue Oyster Cult, and Will Ferrell's one of the members of Blue Oyster Cult, that they, he needs more cowbell. Yes. Oh, okay, I remember oh, that. so good. And Jimmy Fallon's the drummer in the scene, and he can't stop laughing the entire <laughs> scene. The problem is, well, that, well that's every scene. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of Jimmy Fallon, did you hear that they... Um, the woman for for a late night like the one thirty a.m. late night show they replaced Carson Daly with Lily Singh. Do you know who Lily Singh is? Yeah, I know who Lily Singh. Yeah, really? Yeah, isn't wow. that crazy? She's like a YouTube that. personality, and they they're putting her in late night. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, I just saw that before I got here. I know, I just saw that before that's too. That's funny. That's weird. Everyone's getting a late night show now. Now that's the new trend because Kelly Clarkson's getting a late night show. Yeah, well, I don't know if she's getting a late night or show. she's, she's getting, getting a talk show. Getting, all these celebrities getting talk shows. Sorry. You know, it was like Conan, and then mm-hmm. like you had like all these people. Now it's like everyone needs a talk show. I mean, I feel like everyone's had a talk show. You had uh, what's her name, the red-haired woman that used to act in the seventies, Ca- not Carol Brown. Uh, Kathy Griffin. Kathy Griffin yeah. had one. The Smothers Brothers had theirs. Like, yeah, Hall. Larry, Joan Rivers had one. Joan Rivers, she had one. Yeah. Larry King has been around since the Stone Age. <laughs> Larry yeah. King still looks like a frog. <laughs> to quote he, a roast that he was in to introduce a man with a spine like a question mark spine <laughs> <laughs> I forgot which which roast that was somebody had broken spine like a question mark for some reason but um yeah it's definitely crazy just like I mean we have our own talk show that's true <laughs> we do it. well we get some guests so all we need is a Recorded li- canned studio audience. I just think it's funny because, like, so many. I feel like a lot of people, like, 
in the industry, quote unquote, like shit on YouTubers, but. Yeah, yeah now the lines are blurred. Yeah. Well, yeah, now everyone's flip-flopping. Like, Will Smith started oh, yeah, doing Will stuff on YouTube. on YouTube. And, and, like, all these people are, like, jumping shit. But, yeah, it used to be, yeah, you, you were on YouTube. You were looked down upon. Well, because I feel like you re- like people, more people recognize now that it's a good platform to, like, just get stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Also, people were getting paid. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I really want McDonald's breakfast. I mean, same. God damn You know, like, here, here's my <sighs> keys. Go get some McDonald's breakfast for uh, breakfast for us. Christ's sake! Make sure oh, to take the safe McDonald's after this. <laughs> we get some nugs. Oh, God, absolutely! What? A, wait a minute. Who has that crazy nugget deal? Huh? Burger King has a crazy nugget deal. They'd, oh for like, yeah. For like two dollars, you get twenty. Oh really? McDonald's is like ten bucks, and you get ten. I didn't know that. I yeah, I bought uh, like two, and I my car was just. You full can have nuggets, nuggets Scott. Scott's uh, Scott's trying to lose some weight. Yeah, Scott's already down eleven pounds. So. Very nice, very nice. But yeah, if you have like a four piece, it's not gonna kill you. I uh, know. Uh, but it's about portion control, dear. <sighs> we were at the movies the other oh day. Oh my god, Michael. <laughs> we were at the movies the other day, and uh, <laughs> we went to see how we yeah. saw How to Train Your Dragon three and Captain Marvel in the same mm. night. Speaking of movies, uh, but anyway, go go on, guys. Yeah. Uh, um, and the person next to us had this like we were at the oh dine-in movie theater where you get your food delivered to you which is the most annoying thing ever i hate it there's one of those around here yeah in Levittown. yeah oh, right in Levittown. i gotta go but literally the person like drops off a plate of fries who's sitting right next to us and yeah, he's like covered in cheese and like it. you son of a how pricey bitch. is that place I, c- I can't imagine it being cheap it it's, is not cheap. yeah it's not it's annoying but like who wants a like honestly you're sitting in the movie theater like, who wants a full course, like, me? There's, <laughs> there's been people that have brought in, like, full course meals and movies. I've seen it. Well, it's not the fact I'll that... I'll eat you, anywhere. But it's the fact that, like, during the movie, they come in and bring it to you. So, mm. like, it's interrupting the movie. That's what I don't like. I don't, I don't the mind experience. the fact that you're eating in the movies. Because, yeah. I mean, I like to eat. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm not mad at it. But yeah, eating in the mo- at the movies is part of the movie. Well, yeah, that's fine. But, like, yeah, exactly. Coming in with the food. Yeah, that I don't know. During like, the trailers. Do you sing Happy Birthday, too? No. <laughs> that would be fun. Imagine your birthday. They stop the movie. They put like, your name you on. But, like, you go, that one by us, like, <laughs> you look at the menu, and it's, like, a legit, like, like a men- like a menu in a restaurant. <laughs> like, yeah. You can get anything in there. It's weird. Yeah. See, so they should serve movie like related items. Like there should be a Royale of cheese movie. on there. <laughs> R- Royale of cheese, really? A Royale of cheese, yeah. See, this brings me to something I heard on the radio. What? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna strangle you with this cord. <laughs> We're gonna turn your mic off. This just shut like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I heard on uh, there was a one of the college radios I was listening to. They have a morning thing, and there was a guy talking about like old theater, like how people would make a whole day of it. Oh and yes. there yeah. was. Yeah. I think I event? touched on this on the previous cast, but. How people would go there and it would be like broadcast, advertised in all the newspapers. Nine o'clock, we're going to start. We don't end till 10 at night. <laughs> and these places would be, they would show the movie, but they were like 10, 20 minute movies. And then in addition to that, they would have the stars of the movies at this theater doing some live thing. Mm-hmm. So people would come and see these people. You would see all these famous people. Previous to that or after that, they would have live performances by local groups, kind of like what we do with Paradoja. They would have bands come in, performances, all things. And people would spend a whole day in these theaters. And then as movies became more expensive, more lengthy, and you couldn't exactly have Schwarzenegger show up at every single theater to be there for his movie, we've dumbed down to this overpriced, overcomforted 
picture on a giant screen where the popcorn is like 10 bucks for <laughs> a bag. Why is and my I, phone on the Hitler book? <laughs> I can, listen, <laughs> put it on the Necromonicon. <laughs> and I feel like we're going back to that. Like, ever since I saw those reclining seats, like we're going back to theater trying to, well, movies trying to be a... I don't think I can find the Did right. You see word the Japanese it. ones now that they they're making where it's huge. It's a it's a full screen completely surrounding you. Oh, I couldn't do it. How how does that oh, work? Yeah. Uh, it's, there's a video of it. You heard of it? I forgot what the name is. It, it's what it's very it, cool. It's what like 4D, like how uh, Disney used to have the 4D things where like air would blow out at your back. No, that no, those already exist. They have that in Times Square. That's the 3D movie theater, uh, the 4D movie theater. But this is something else. It's like screens on top of screens. And then something happens on that screen and it, it just yeah, goes and around like, you. And it's like panoramic. Yeah. Kind of. I, yeah. I think it's called Theater X or something. That'd be weird. I don't you know, know if I can handle that. I think an idea for this podcast. Why can't get, you handle it? What's what's the problem? I don't. You can't handle the three dimensions already you have? No, like. You well with like. You get, you'll throw up? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm worried about. Like, like I probably could thing. handle it, but I'd probably get dizzy. Like we uh, when we went to Hershey Park, I did the laugh track. Yeah, and there's a lot of spinning, and then we went on another roller coaster and he vomited. Yeah, oh and my we almost God. got kicked out of the park because two, two, two like snot-nosed little teenagers were like laughing at him because he threw up on the fucking roller coaster, and then me and my mom were like, "Mama Lion's just like, what the fuck's your problem?" Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm about to be the. Well, yeah, as place. I'm hunched over in the trash can puking, yeah. and then I stand up and I tower over these two yeah, teenagers. And then, <laughs> and then and then he looks at us and he's like, "Oh, oh, oh, is he okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, he's fine." <laughs> well, assholes. They had a fun experience like that. Well, I didn't throw up, but someone I was with, we went to uh, the amusement park of the world down there, and in the uh, what is it called? Epcot? Yes. I, I don't know Epcot. if it was something we ate or just you know, the the crazy weather down there, but as soon as we got to China, that's where it all went out. It wasn't me. I mean, it was, it was <laughs> terrible, but... I love Disney World. I can't wait to go back. I love it. All, it all went out in China? China was done? Yeah. All went down like Chinatown. <laughs> Big trouble in little China. I feel like... Well, Insert other you know. t- China joke here. <laughs> China joke. Mike, you got something? No, you I'm sh- out. You I'm spick? Out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It, it sets him off when you call him a spick. He said... He said one, I, I wonder think, why. I think it was like the first podcast we were going to here. I and I was, I was texting you guys in here like, tell him, tell him I got the spick. I'm like, all right, I got the spick. And I'm telling you guys. And he's just pissing himself in my car. I think it's funny. Oh God, you <coughs> ridiculous! Uh, you know what else was funny? Have you? I don't know if you guys see the news on like Facebook and stuff where they like scroll past random stories and stuff. Oh, I see too many of them, but go ahead. Um, so the Irish like ambassador came to America to meet Vice President Mike Pence. And he showed him his boyfriend. Oh yeah. And Mike Pence's face is hysterical. Oh yeah. Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> Mike Pence's face really? because he's, he's a fucking because he's he, he's against gay people oh, yeah, and okay, it's just right. like his face. <laughs> Irish ambassador. He's got I'm it. looking at the Devil's Notebook as an aside. I open the first page and it says, like in big bold letters, the importance of being evil. Evil. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, back to what I was saying about the Devil's Notebook and the Devil's Bible. It's not really about the Devil. It's more of trying to show people that you can believe in yourself. You don't have to believe in these figures in the sky or or these entities. You can do as you please as what you feel is right now not in that anarchist sense but like more of a burn it down burn it all down burn down the man yeah, but building. what if you what if you 
what if what you think is right is killing somebody? Then well, that's the thing, though. Hence I think it's addressed in the book. One. I didn't get to that chapter. <laughs> yeah, that's what Mein Kampf is for. No, I'm kidding. Oh God. It's in the book. I didn't get that far because you know I started getting looks. I wonder why. Yeah, because you're reading the Satanic Bible. I mean, I guess it's equivalent to. What like do you want me to cover it up in a Harley Quinn novel? Yeah, might as well. The the late night meeting in the general quarters. Uh, is that There's what they're calling it now? Is that what they're calling that? Hold on, hold on. Where's the Satanic Bible? Uh, I have the. Oh, it's right here. Yeah. All right, let me have it. I'm gonna try to find the wedding one. The wedding. You know, we're not having a satanic wedding. No, no, I'm not saying that, but I'm trying to find. There's something oh, about we, the symbolism. We are definitely having a satanic wedding. No. <laughs> everybody, everybody, let's let's all just have a satanic wedding. <laughs> we will marry the viewers, and the viewers will be satanic. Yes, we will be holding satanic weddings here at oh, uh, at 17 milligrams. Yes. <laughs> Promoted by 17 milligrams. Sponsored. Sponsored by the oh, Satanic, Satanic Bible. Rituals. Oh, well, the then if we're married to the viewers, can we get? should we cancel our wedding in three months? Because we can't. We're bigger no, 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 no. We, we, mar- we are marrying the viewers to other viewers at this moment. Uh, you know, just to add some, add some uh, drama, I think I'm going to object at the one line. I don't think you are. Yeah. Is that right, Frankie? For all the <laughs> shit you've given me about <laughs> Atlantis? Bitch, I won't fucking invite you to my wedding. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. I'll don't crash the wedding. Pagano, you're the, you're the getaway driver. I'll crash oh, weddings, listen, sure. Don't, don't he's invited to the wedding still. <laughs> oh, here we go. The nine yeah, he's a groomsman. He's invited to the wedding. <laughs> Aha. An inside job. It's My set. plan is already at work. Well, here we go. Let me recite what the What would you even say? <laughs> <laughs> I object because why? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would love to see if the priest or whoever you're having... My father. I'd love to see what your father would, uh, would do, what he would say, and then just improv from there. Thanks. What is this? <laughs> okay, okay. Fucking Paradoja show. <laughs> improv from there. Improv. We'll improv the whole end of the wedding. My mother will stab you in the face. Yeah. Uh, well, that's why he's the getaway driver. The groomsman already at the scene. Anyway, let me recite the nine <laughs> satanic statements. Satan represents indulgence instead of abstinence. Satan represents vital existence instead of spiritual Speaking pipe of dreams. Indulging, I See what I'm saying? I indulge myself in some McDonald's. Jesus Christ, take my car and go get us some food. You know, we should come here. Well, we're not allowed to. We got to eat next time we get here, before we come here. Yeah, we'll get breakfast. Oh, my God. Some mm-hmm. breakfast, maybe a, a syringe of morphine. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, all you. Some, I'm some, uh, some 70 drum. milligrams. Some, ah. It all comes full all circle. Comes. And that's yeah, the word of the day, ladies and gentlemen. Frankie's busy reading the Hitler book right now. No, I'm I, know, I know you can't. Enough. Yeah, get Mein Kampf out of there. Yeah, Frankie. I... The whole, the whole time she's been holding touch, it. I literally even, didn't even touch Mein Kampf. I touched the Devil's Notebook See, that's and the what Satanic I find Bible before I touched that's Mein That's what Kampf. I find fantastic. You won't even touch Mein Kampf. No. Why? Tell me why, please. Because Hitler's an evil Nazi and I don't want to touch it. <laughs> exactly. I get great joy that Hitler would be pissed off at the fact that a, a guy who's Spanish and Italian is holding his book in America. I think he... <laughs> I just think that's funny. And talking, a Jew. You're talking And we're Jew. talking to a Jew and there's a... Sl- you know, Richard. Well, yeah, th- let's not get into my country's issues with uh, with those dark times. Is, but anyway, this I think the exact opposite of what he would have wanted. I think right we've now. all moved past the 1940s. Some of us. Yeah. Uh, some of us. Although there are some people that I was still. Just, I was admit, just going to uh, make a supernatural the show reference to like the devil. Yes. But like, then I uh, like as opposed to Hitler. But then I thought about it, and they do kill Hitler in Supernatural in an episode. Yeah. Hitler comes back to life, and they shoot Hitler. <laughs> 
So, <laughs> so I mean, I guess they kind of weird. Well, whenever Hitler does come back in the movie, he usually dies at the end of it. Hell, Mecha Hitler versus uh, yeah. Oh, didn't he die, he died in Valkyrie? He died in Valkyrie. He died in um, um Glorious Bastards. They didn't bring him didn't back. He? He's just there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nazi zombies from that center of the earth. Yeah. But let me bring up a movie that I found really fascinating. Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein, whatever. But that is weird that I don't really care about touching the devil's notebook, but I care about... Maybe because, like, I don't necessarily believe in the devil, but I know Hitler was real. See, <laughs> I'm just going to say that. Yeah, isn't it, the symbolism a wonderful thing? Well, it's not the symbolism. Things, it's the fact it is, that he though. was real. Yes, he was real. But she associates terror and everything with him, yet the devil has been here for thousands of years. No, and there's no problem with that. Because we don't believe that the devil exists, yeah. but we know Hitler existed. Yeah, ah, maybe that's The devil is us incarnate. But anyway, back to my point about the movie. There was a movie called I'm Back, where it was made yeah, in yes, Germany. Oh, I know. yeah. No, I, showed, I, I, showed, showed I showed everybody this movie. Oh, I, uh, I haven't seen it full for in English. It was weird, but it was interesting. But the, fact like that the simple fact that he comes back, well, he never left, and he <laughs> just gets people on his side, and the people just think he's an impersonator. Like, imagine, yeah, so, imagine nonsense like that going on it's in this world. Weird. I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, it is on if Netflix. People want to watch it, but it's yeah, definitely that's how I saw it. or at least it was. Oh. It was at one point. That's how I found it. Yeah, it's an uh, it's an odd concept for a movie, but yeah, hey, if you if you Listen, commit to it, nothing is an odd concept. As soon as <laughs> I saw. Sharks in a tornado about four times. Oh god! Nothing Why you watched all? Four? I only watched the. first I didn't watch any of them. Oh, you watched the first one. Four. I times. watched I the watched first four oh. minutes of the first one. I I've, 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 I've watched the first one and I watched the second one. Why would you subject even, yourself? I don't even know if I saw this. Because I went through one. a phase where, well, actually, it's not even a phase. It's definitely. I like, like where you watch a bunch of good movies and then you have to watch one bad movie to kind of clear. <laughs> well, to balance it out, but also to like clean your palate so you can actually know what's good and I what's just bad. Watch Excuse me. Hence I why I've watched Mecha Hitler and Nazi <laughs> zombies at the center of the earth and zombie beavers. I just watched like all the Mad Max. Like I watched the first Ooh. Mad Max. Fur- nice. uh, I watched uh, Road Warrior and I watched Fury Road yesterday. Oh, nice. Because I'd how never lo- seen them. So how I was like, long did that take you? Let me ask you. Well, I watched. No, I watched them all like on separate days. I didn't watch them all okay. at the same time. <laughs> yeah, like, full through. That's a whole day. Mad Max. I was the I think first that's one. Like, that's like ten hours worth of movies, right Mad there. Mad Max. Yeah. It was like okay. It was kind of boring. Fury Road was uh, great, and then uh, Road Warrior. Road Warrior was great too. Well, the problem is, what is the first one? Is Road Warrior right? Well, oh no, first, the first one's, one's Mad Max. just Mad Max. I mean, I think it's just Mad. I yeah, think it's just Mad Max. Yeah, yeah. I, I get those. Confused. But the thing is, to watch Road Warrior, you don't even have to watch the first yeah. one. Because they kind of do like a recap what? in the beginning. Like, it's like mm-hmm. two minutes. Well, it's Mad Max, Road Warrior, and then Thunderdome. Thunderdome which I don't Thunder have, Dome, so I never right. watched that. And then Fury Road. Yeah. I think they're all yeah, in the same the They're all the same. Yeah, it's, it's all the same character. And then I think the I think they're coming out with another one with yes. Tom Hardy. It's supposed to be like th- another three, which I'm I think really excited about. I'm not sure if there's three. I know, there's de- I know they wanted to make another trilogy. With it Tom Hardy. Great. It looked really great. Well, they already did. Didn't they already start here? I think they started the second one, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'd love to see the one about we saw it together. So. Us three. We saw the uh, yeah, Mad Max. I th- I yes, we did. We saw, it. we saw it in black and white. In black and white? What are you talking about? Didn't we go see it in the, when they re-released it in black and white? No. We just saw the Tom Hardy one. I yeah, we, that is. The, yeah. It yeah, wasn't in black and white. I thought we color. saw it in black and white, too. No. Why would we? No. And I had a fever. It was horrible. But they did do a re-release in black and white. I know I saw it in black and white at one point. I didn't see it in black and white. Hmm. I thought I saw it with you. I'm always with you, Scott. 
I always wondered what that whisper was behind me. <laughs> it's not a whisper. It's Mike attempting to whistle. whisper. Here, please pass that to Scott. He needs to see them pages of the Necronomicon. Necronomicon. The Necronomicon. The book translated Book of the Dead. Mm. You know, I remember seeing that movie, and I didn't know what the hell was going on. Because I saw, I saw Evil Dead 2 first, and then I saw the crummy original, which was Evil Dead, which was really just a remake with less people. Well, well, Evil Dead 2 is... The reason Evil Dead 2 is the way Evil Dead 2 is is because they didn't have the rights to Evil Dead to make an actual sequel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that, that what was it was? weird, yeah. Like... Sam Raimi didn't have the rights to his own movie, so he just did, like, a literal 15-minute recap. Yeah. But they kind of just, like, changed the tone, though, completely. Yeah, it became more comedic. Yeah, that I found hilarious. From there, yeah. The hand? I love the hand. Honestly, I love all three. I even loved the series. The series was a lot of fun, too. And the actually, the reboot was really dark and actually really good, too. The I've never was dark. I have that on DVR, too. Uh, like, now that I have, like... Uh, certain like movie channels on my TV. I'm like recording like a whole bunch of movies to watch. I was gonna say you should review review movies. <laughs> Patch up with uh, what's his name? Bunk up with Marco. You guys can be the uh, reviewing duo or some catchy name. <laughs> that would be actually interesting. See what I'm saying? Let's for expand. Us both to review movies together. The, the duo reviews. <laughs> no, we gotta be classy. Yeah, classy. Call it. Actually, I don't know what to call it. <laughs> Douche and the Duchess. Ah, there we go. Ah, who's the douche? And who's the duchess? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> All right, to move on to our next segment, the weekly milking of Scott Elizabeth Eisenberg. Scott, the daily is this actually a segment? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. The I actually have a list here of, um, oh, good. We got of the concerns. Oh, right, oh, no. Scott, how do you feel? How do you feel about <laughs> Toe Jam? <laughs> toe Jam? What? I mean, if you want, I can go to the other ones. All right, how do you feel? <laughs> Where is it here? Ah, uh, here we are. Polyorchidism. What the fuck? What is, is that? that? You went to medical school, man. <laughs> you should know what this no, is. No, he didn't. I did. I graduated with a degree in health science. It didn't mean I uh, went to medical school. It's not medical school. school. Polyorchidism is having more than one testicle. Okay. Uh, commonly found in humans, dogs, horses, and cats. Having more than also, one testicle. So, so does wait, that mean that does we all? Poly means all more than one. So we all have poly testicles. No, no, more than two. More than two. Poly oh, means more. Well, also now you're referencing animals. Even if you went to medical school, this sounds like an animal issue. So it would be more veterinary than medical. Fine. Let's go to the human. Excuses, Scott. Excuses. Yeah, that is a clear excuse. You politician bastard. Try orchidism. (laughs) Okay, try orchidism, which I'm guessing is three testicles. He can be taught. So how do you feel about it? How do you feel about it? (laughs) Frankie, how do you feel about Scott and his polyorchidism? I mean, congratulations. I don't know what to say. (laughs) <laughs> Clearly, he does not feel anything. This man is a robot. Clearly, <laughs> I, I have another one. Just quickly, matter, but Scott, please. He's, he's got a whole <laughs> list there. Let's. All right. Let's just yeah, one how do more. you feel? Just one more. I don't want to use all my ammo in one. Oh jeez. I don't want to blow my load at once. Ew. Pardon the pun. Uh, Scott, uh. now this is a serious one. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this. Scott, how do you feel about little bunny Fufu? <laughs> Walking through, through the forest, forest. souping up uh, the field mice and bopping. It was a very good young. Children's moment to distract kids and not my, have my them. aunt used to do that with me all what the time. What was this? It's it was like a little like uh, like nursery rhyme kind of thing. It was a hand game kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It it's like <laughs> it's like for little kids. Do little bunny ears and little bunny foo foo. Oh, this is stupid. You know what's funny? Scooping my, up um, the field mice and bopping over the head. Fuck this. 
my aunt was a um, I don't know if you would call her a teacher or helper or whatever it was at um, an aide. An aide, whatever it was. She was there at a school, at our preschool. She was there, Scott. She was and, there. Um, we were looking. She asked us, like, do we know of any uh, international nursery rhymes? And my grandmother, who's from the glorious Republic of Czechoslovakia. The old country. Yes. Now it is an old country. And um, there's this Russian one that goes, something, something, pif, puff, oi, 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 ubegai, zajchok, moi. And it's essentially the sound of a gun shooting at the rabbit and means ubegai, zajchok, moi, means escape, little rabbit. So it's kind of like a hunter's nursery rhyme kind of thing. Hmm. How do you feel about that, Scott? How do you feel about Russian <laughs> nursery rhymes? How, how do you How do you? Russian feel? children need nursery rhymes, too. <laughs> they need them just as much as American children do, just as much as German just, children yeah, do. Inspiring words. Just as much as African children do. <laughs> Eisenberg 2020. <laughs> we all need nursery rhymes in our lives. <laughs> oh, my God. Campaign for the Eisenberg. Scott, Elizabeth, we gotta cut out Elizabeth. <laughs> too much for the too many letters. <laughs> You're right, Elizabeth Eisenberg. I can see it now. No, no, and no. <laughs> but this is where I announced my campaign. I'm joining the Democratic National Convention uh, for 2020. Uh, this is where we're Thank getting you. cut off by the Republican Party. This is where. <laughs> sorry. A revolution in the house. This is where we all flee the country. Speaking of politics, did you hear about that craziness? That what's his name? Trump finally got his thing through. No, it wasn't that. It was, uh, what was the agreement that the House signed on, like, 200 to zero? His uh, latest budget? Was it, was it the no, budget? I don't think it was no, budget. It wasn't the budget. budget. It was, um... I don't think anybody liked the That's budget. what it was. It was some kind of bill saying that whatever this, this investigation into Russian conspiracy and mm. whatever, it was saying that all the documentation is to be released once it's completed. Oh, is yeah. To release to the public. Be. It should be. Yeah. But there needs to be some kind of law or bill. And the the House of Representatives signed it unanimously. Nobody was against it. Then it went to the Senate, and I forgot who's the head of the Senate now. The Republicans. I don't remember. No. No. It's, uh, the, the name of the guy. It? No. Not a guy. Mitch McConnell? Yes. N- yeah. No, I think it was Mitch McConnell. Whoever it was. Someone there said, nope, we're not signing this. Yeah, and now Mitch the McConnell. whole thing is dead. Of course. It's, it has to be Mitch McConnell. That rooster. (laughs) Rooster. When has when has democracy become? It's like fucking uh, foghorn leghorn. I say, (laughs) I I say, I say, I say, no, I say. Fucking asshole. Imagine that foghorn leghorn, twenty (laughs) twenty. I say we're gonna fix this country here. I say, I say, what's what's his? uh, I'll say, I say, build the wall. I say. On, on a later episode, we should give old cartoon characters Ugh. political agendas. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> political agendas. Political agendas. We already know what uh, what's his name with the guns. Yes, Sam. Sam. We already know what somebody said for the Second Amendment for sure. Second Amendment. Him and Elmer Fudd. They're <laughs> both the same. Just one's a little I'm more angry. Listen to me, boy, when I'm talking to you. Listen to me, boy. I'm humble Republicans. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Let's <laughs> end this on that. <laughs> no, no, we can't end on politics. Okay, fine. Oh, no. Let's start Frankie, on politics. How do you feel about spaghetti and jam? How do you feel about spaghetti and jam? Is that a thing? That, that sounds terrible. Exactly. Let's switch. Let's change gears here and touch base. Spaghetti? Why would you put jam on spaghetti? I heard somewhere once, somewhere. Some it might people have been put a ketchup on spaghetti. That's, well, that's I, a I sin. Yeah, I don't like when people put uh, 
a ketchup on pizza. I mean, pizza. when you're an Italian, it's kind of Yeah, it's sin. also a sin. That's disgusting. And I love ketchup, but not on. Yeah, no. Ke- no. Well, ketchup goes on a few. Ketchup goes on fries, burgers, and like that family. A lady friend. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> <a> la- <laughs> I do love that, ketchup. That sting is love. But why, but putting ketchup on like pasta, pizza, even I don't even it's like ketchup. Actually, yeah, I used to do that. That's right. I don't like ketchup when they uh, offer it on um like bacon, egg, and cheeses. We're like, oh, you want ketchup on? I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I usually don't do. Oh, food. It's a burger. Uh, it should be there anyway. Uh, food. All right. So, All right. as Mike. Yeah, maybe we should end this. Uh, uh, Mike's going to start eating the uh, microphone. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you you guys, thanks for joining us. Go out there, get your fix, and we'll, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>